Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Come to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Will. Will, how are you today, sir? I'm doing well. Bright suns, everybody. I hope you're all doing well on this, in some places, chilly, cold, icy, and in other places... Warm and muggy, <laughs> depending on where you live. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Now we're uh, having another little uh, little snowstorm. These um, out here in the Midwest, they seem to be uh, around holidays. Ironically, we had yeah. one around Groundhog Day over here. Now it's Valentine's Day week. We're getting a, a storm, and we're supposed to be getting another. Fortunately, just rain. Uh, around President's Day, so I don't know what that means, but anyway. Yep, now I get it. Yeah, it's strange. Who knows? Right, right when people need to travel, right? That's, yeah. that's the yeah. thing, right? So yeah, it's getting. So, it, we we were dealing with t- tons and tons of cold weather, and then it started to warm up the last two days. So yeah, yeah, we're supposed um, to get, be getting warm um, on Sunday. It's supposed to be in the fifties. Saturday is supposed to start. Yeah. So, uh, Sunday is supposed to be in the forties and by Monday it's supposed to be in the fifties here. So uh, who knows? Yeah. But yeah, anyway, what? anyway, um, well, I thought today we would talk about Luke Skywalker. Now this is someone that we've talked about before. Um, I mean, it's Luke Skywalker. You can't talk about star Wars without talking about, Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, kind of impossible. Um, but especially after his appearance in the Book of Boba Fett, I think it behooves us to discuss this, discuss this character even more and how his appearance and what happened with him in the, his one appearance in the Book of Boba Fett can really show his progression to what happens to him in Rise of Sky, in um, Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah. And yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I think, but I think we, you know, we, I think we also need to go back and kind of see that progression and see, you know, what happened? You know what happened to him. So anyway, yeah. Um, well, I'll say this. I mean, I I want to kind of reiterate first what my feelings were, and I think I shared it on this channel. Yeah. Uh, what my feelings were about the Luke Skywalker character from Return of the Jedi, which was the last time we saw him until the Last Jedi. Um, yeah. Which and 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 I want to reiterate it because I don't know if it'll be a hundred percent the same now with these new appearances. But I think it's going to kind of go on the same plane. A lot of people were, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to talk about what, you know, I don't want to dwell on what other people complained about. We weren't happy with the character, the way the character was portrayed in The Last Jedi. Um, I'm not sure, John, what your, you know, opinions were about that one way or the other. But my personal feeling was that based on the last, you know, movie of Return of the Jedi, I felt that Luke Skywalker's character had him monumental shift from Empire to Jedi. Mm-hmm. I felt like in Star Wars and Empire, he was kind of the same character, maybe growing up a little bit. Then he moved to Jedi, and it was just this different way about him. And they presented it from the first moment we saw him, yeah. both in how what he was wearing, 
and this color of his lightsaber to the parting of his hair to the way he choked out the Gamorrean guards. I mean, it was just a different character. Yeah. And and as you go through the the movie, you start to see that first of all, he's far more capable. Yeah. He's not just flying by the seat of his pants. He's much more organized and prepared. You know, he's matured. Mm-hmm. And in that in that maturity, you know, he's learned a thing or two about you know what it means to to be someone who sacrifices, who yeah. makes a sacrifice. He he's he's witnessed it with Ben, you know, doing the doing the that that ultimate sacrifice to save them. And he's ready to do it at a moment's notice. Yeah. And there are moments in that movie, I'm endangering the mission, I shouldn't have come. Like he he he, he, he all he wants to do was get get out of there. Yeah. Because he feels like he's endangering his friends, endangering the mission. And he if he turns himself in, he thinks he has a better shot of A, you know, his friends getting being successful, and B, him turning his father back to the light mm-hmm. side of the force. Mm-hmm. And that sense of self-sacrifice, almost martyrism, was was very evident towards the end. It just happened that he didn't have to do it. Yeah. At the end of the day, he was able to save his father, or at least, you know, save him and then yeah. literally rescue his dead body off the thing so he could give him a proper Jedi Jedi yeah. burial. Yeah. And fast forward to The Last Jedi, and you see an older, you know, worn-down character who has mm-hmm. clearly suffered and, and you know a, a horrible tragedy, maybe more than one. We don't know until we start to learn what happened. And yeah. you know, and even at that point, he wasn't done learning. Hmm. You know, and and some people, I know there are people that wanted Luke to be this godlike character. Yeah, and that's one thing I'll, I want to get into is I think one of that's one of the things that a lot of people are wanting where they say they wanted Legends Luke. Well, the problem with Legends Luke as Awesome as it could be, you know, and like the the things is nothing that ever happened bad to Luke was ever Luke's fault in Legends. Now that's not because it wasn't like he was, you know, you know, oh, he did something and never took the blame. Literally, the way the character was written, anything that bad that happened to him was always through external forces going. Mm-hmm. It was never something that a bad teaching that he taught or something wrong with, you know, his point of view it was always something external, you know, XR Kuhn gets into the mind of one of his te- teachers and seduces him to the dark side. You know, this happens, this happens. With right. this character, and I think we see this, we see the beginnings of this in the book of Boba Fett where he doesn't understand the flaws in one of the teachings, which is, the, the whole idea with attachments. Right. It wasn't the attachment to Padme that caused Anakin to fall. That was not the reason Anakin fell to the dark side. It was the fact that he felt he had to hide that attachment because of the dogma of, at least is my opinion, of the of the Jedi. So instead of looking at it, since looking at it, you know, pragmatically and looking like Okay, so this reason this this caused my caused my my father to fall. Maybe we need to relook how the Jedi's are Jedi is set up. You know the rules behind it. He only seemed to double down on it to the point of he gives Grogu one of two choices: you're either with me or you're against me. 
which I, I, I did find it interesting that only a Sith deals in absolutes, but yeah, you know, yeah. but all right. Now I will, I want to, I want to stop you in a minute there and, and, and kind of semi challenge you on, yeah. on one of the statements. Um, I do agree with you that his attachment, his, his, his actual, or I don't want to say his attachment, his love for Padme wasn't the problem, but I feel that less about hiding it. I mean, I, I kind of feel like you know the just little hints of things that I've been hearing. Like Obi Wan had a had had a thing for Satine, you know. Yeah. And and I think that you know in the end, I don't know if the Jedi are are truly like the um you know uh, celibate. I don't know if it's ever really said that they're a celibate like like no. like priests, no, it's, like it's Catholic never, priests. It's never said that. Like I I believe that it. You know, have fun. Right. It's said they can't marry. Right, I think it's more of an an attachment in yeah. in that in the legal sense, if you will. But okay. but I will say where 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 things went with um, Anakin, I feel again, just my opinion, that there was a possessiveness to Padme, mm-hmm. um, and a possessiveness that was so that a was you know I mean there was even some B story that they were going to tell in Revenge of the Sith about him accusing Obi-Wan and Padme of having an affair. I'm glad they didn't yeah. go down that route. Yeah. But still, it's just this, you know, you turned her against me. It's like this this possessiveness of this of, of this girl. And then on top of that, you know, the the idea of being afraid to lose somebody so much so that you want to keep them around forever and grab hold of them and that kind of thing and not understanding that that's not how yeah. a true that's not how true love whether it's love of a man and a woman in a romantic sense or a parent or child, that doesn't never works that way. You know, love is love is something that's, you know, beyond that. And 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 that's what the Jedi understand. But getting back to Luke, um, what I do think what we do witness in you gotta remember, I'm thinking at this point in time, from the time that Luke enters in the end of the Mandalorian Mandalorian season two. I don't think he's had any students. I think no, this is no. They even say they even said Ahsoka even says when he's building the when when um he'll be his first student. He, yeah, Grogu would be his first student. Right. So so Luke is not. Hey, hey, you know what? I mean, I need no other. Now maybe maybe everybody comes from a different place, but I need no other uh, way to element to relate to that than my own profession as a teacher. I can tell you, I was a very competent musician, okay, in my high school years and in my college years. I was very well skilled as a musician, and I showed it and proved it all through college. But the minute I stood in front of a classroom full of third grade kids and I had to teach them general music for my very first con, I felt like an idiot and didn't know jack about teaching, okay. And I remember my one of my one of my instructors, one of my professors. You know, he joked, he said, you know, they said when they hand you your diploma when you graduate college, it should read, now your learning begins. Because you will learn more in the first year of teaching than you've learned in all the years of education you've had combined. And he was so right, because I did. And I kind of relate to that when I see Luke, uh, you know, trying to, and it's been a few years, but here he is kind of, you know, maybe mastering his own skills over the years, as we saw, as he took out all of the... um, all of the dark trooper, dark troopers, and then you know he's going to take Grogu, and he was very gentle and very kind and caring, and you know he still 
had R2 with him, so there was still a little bit of that Luke that we understood that was yeah. like kind of like the Return of the Jedi Luke. And now we see him in Book of Boba Fett, and he's, you know, they're building the temple, and he's getting things started, and he's kind of working with him. And you can see that there's, that you know, he says it himself. He doesn't know how successful he is. He's thinking that maybe Grogu is just remembering. Yeah. You got to remember yeah. that Grogu's fifty, so or fifty-one or two at this point. He's been on the. You know, we think about Luke now, but Luke Skywalker then was like a twenty-something or a thirty-something Luke. Yeah, He's had more training probably in his life than Luke has. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, and you have a feeling that Luke was almost doing like using you know you being a t- uh, a teacher, uh, almost doing what a lot of substitutes do. They're just grabbing the, grabbing the textbook and reading off all the greatest hits, you know. Yep. Let's see. What would Yoda do? What would Yoda do? Right, here's, here's the lesson here's, plan. Here's the plan to follow. He's going to roll in the TV set for the video. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jedi skills training one. <laughs> you know, but he was, and he was trying to follow, the, you know, what, what sacred Jedi texts yeah. he had found so far. And yeah. he was trying to go with this and what he had remembered from what, uh, Yoda, Yoda taught him. I mean, why do you think he's got Yoda on his back and he's or he's got Grogu on his back, just like Yoda was on yeah. his back? Yeah, just Yoda. He's, yeah, I thought it was very yeah. telling that he was teaching the exact same lessons in some cases. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were a few new things in there. I wasn't saying that he was. I don't think he was failing as a teacher. I just think that, in fact, frankly, I thought he did a good job teaching, or in his in his mind, helping Grogu to remember what he was already taught. But it still had to happen, and. I thought that was fine, but that was fine. Where we get into the in, the interesting part is the part about making a choice. Like you said, you put the lightsaber. I mean, I understand where Luke is coming from in this sense, okay? Yeah. Because he's not, you know, I don't think that, I mean, there's a lot of people that like to theorize that Luke was, in Return of the Jedi, was... Um, you know, abandoning the Jedi way by trying to go and save his father, and and that and that love was the only thing that could save him. And I I, I agree with that, but I never thought that Jedi didn't believe in love. No, I just think that it was more of a he's more machine now than man. They 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 just yeah. figured there was no saving this man, and and I think that it was just more of a like well you know no do no, with all due respect Obi Wan you know you're not his own flesh and blood you're not his own child okay this is somebody who and and it's and somebody who has bested the empire multiple times you know i i believe i can do this so so there's a so it's not so much attachment it's just love yeah it's that love of a son to his father and 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 then the father to his son which is what made him you know toss the emperor overboard but um now we're getting into this thing where luke has doesn't have Either his father or Yoda or anybody else guiding yeah. him, and he's got a—he's kind of navigating through the world as a Jedi, trying to start up the school, you know. Yeah. And he's got to figure this out. And I think that his first effort did not go the way he had expected. I think that he understood, maybe talking to Ahsoka, that Grogu was—he wasn't just an infant. He was 50 years old. He, yeah. he and he had seriously attached himself as a member of the clan of two mm-hmm. with um with Din Djarin. So now you know you th- can't have two masters. 
you know? Yeah. And I don't know if that's so much a, um, I don't know if it's Luke being a jerk or if Luke, maybe it really need, did need to be a choice. Maybe without Grogu being 100% committed to the Jedi order, mm. you know, he would fall down a similar path to what everyone feared Luke might fall. And then what yeah. Vader did fall. Just maybe it's not so much about attachment as much as it is commitment. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Because they even said as much when Din Djarin went to see him. And Ahsoka, you know, was like, yeah, you can do this. But, you know, there there could be consequences Yeah, if you don't. You know, that it's a huge commitment to... To train to be a Jedi is not a small commitment. So I see in that in, in that sense that you know, um, you know, it's not something that you. There's no such thing as part time Jedi, right? And and what was the line? I'm trying to remember the line that Luke said to Grogu about a lifetime for you know a a, a, a day something a day like, like a day for you is like a lifetime for someone else like that yeah. kind of a thing, yeah. and. And I think was that about just you know taking time to make a choice or whatever or you know understanding that I, I forget it. Yeah, I think I think he, what he was I think that's when he was talking to Ahsoka. And, no, no, I think he was oh. he was talking to Grogu. It was at the very end of the scene. I know he's talking to Grogu. So, all right. Well, we'll keep talking. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to see if I can okay. find it. Yeah. But um, yeah. I so you know it's it's I I don't see it so much as a um as 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 a failure on his part that he didn't he failed to teach Grogu. I think he offered Grogu a choice and I think that you gotta recall that Grogu had a strong connection with the Mandalorian. And I think that that was part of the you know the driving force behind behind Grogu returning to Mando. You know, and I think that Luke understood that, and maybe he just said, "Okay, this is uh, if this is what you want, okay." All right, so hold on a second. I'm I'm right on. Oh, I have to fast forward. Hang on. All right, so he goes to here. Okay, I'm looking this up right now. I don't want to play it. Mandalorian wants you to have it. Shows him the little, the little vest, and. Grogu's looking at the vest. Before you take it, I will give you a choice. Shows him a box. Inside the box, Yoda's lightsaber. Okay. And he's looking at it. Ooh, shiny. So I'll give it to you. But you can only pick one, I think he says. Yeah, you you may choose only one. I mean, this is a lesson. If you, yeah, if you choose to the armor, you'll return to forsaking the way of the Jedi. I think first student in my academy, and you'll be, I'll train you to be a great great Jedi. Okay, it will take. Okay, that's what it is. It will take you many years to master the ways of the Force, and you and you may never see your Mandalorian friend again. 
Because Grogu. A short time for you is a lifetime for somebody else. Yeah. So so I, I felt that, that Luke's... I mean, yes, he lost a student. He gained mm -hmm. a student, and he lost a student very quickly. But I felt that in the, the confines of the Luke character, mm -hmm. that is just a, you know chink in the armor like a bump in the road and yeah he will continue to build his temple and to yeah. continue to try to find force sensitive beings yeah. okay and 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 you know he does he succeeds at, at least finding them um maybe you know but again we also run into the same thing we talked about with the book of boba fett you do not want grogu to be in the temple with luke because it yeah. either means that he definitively goes two ways he dies gets killed by Kylo or whatever, or he joins Kylo's group. Yeah. Can you see a little young knight, a little, a little Grogu knight of Ren running around <laughs> like this big? <laughs> so, so, you know, I, so from, from a, from a story point, I get yeah. the decision that was made, but I find that. I think, I think for a lot of, I think the issue that a lot of people, and it's kind of silly but it was the fact that Luke just seemed to sit, you know, put him in the X-Wing and send him away. I think that's where a lot of people were like, and I understand that from a technical from a technical you know viewpoint, you know, you have so much of a budget for special effects. You know, it's kind of hard to do that. Um, but you know, I think people just got this idea of like, oh, it's easy to send a little girl go away, didn't even just all right, kid, you're not want to be a part of me. I'll just sit on my X-wing and you take care of him, R two. Just I, I, I suppose uh, that is a. I, I mean, that's a. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I sound like an apologist, I suppose, but but I I just it just didn't resonate that way with me. Yeah. What can I say? I thought. I mean, I thought first. I'm thinking. I mean, I kind of like that they had Pelly there to kind of walk through the stuff because my brain wasn't wasn't like reacting the right way. I'm like, wait. Did did Grogu fly it? Oh wait, no, R two flew it. Duh. Okay. Yeah. You know, like like that. And and it's like, it's a, I mean, I get that, and I and I and I suppose that's a legitimate complaint, but I don't think that in in the purposes of the story has really any bearing. I mean, all Luke would have had to do. I mean, there were people talking about like there were rumors that Luke was going to get Han and Chewie and they were and Lando and Leia and they were all going to get in a Falcon and fly in and save the day. And I'm like, why would they do that? Why would they have care anything about Boba Fett? They probably didn't really believe he was still alive. Yeah. Why would they even care? They have no connection to this story. I appreciated the Luke connection simply because. This was a person, this, this creature, Grogu, was a character with Jedi powers. Yeah. And if they were going to go down that road at this time of the, of the storyline, you either have Ahsoka or you have Luke. That's all you have at this point. Yeah. So, and they gave us both in The Mandalorian Season 2, and they gave us both in The Book of Boba Fett. So, yeah. no new ones, no people, nobody out of the wood. Maybe somebody will pop out of the woodwork. Who knows? But it's just, yeah. But yeah, back I to agree me. with you with with, uh, with the whole thing of you the, know the, not having you know Han and Luke Han and Luke, you know because I mean what really I mean you could have a slight thread between maybe you know the fact that Luke is from Tatooine, but Luke was from most most Eisley, right? Uh, most Espa, um, 
And, you know, maybe Khan's connection to to Jabba, being a runner for Jabba. But then again, that's tenuous at best. Again, yes, you're right. Yeah. And I think that, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that, you know, uh, people are putting, I'm sorry, but that's not part of the story. That's that's barely part of the Grogu story and Mandalorian story. That's absolutely no, that has no period of, or moment of significance in the Boba Fett story at that point. The yeah. only reason that they that, that that the X-wing was there at all was to drop off Grogu, so Grogu was in the episode because it made sense for Grogu to be in the episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and you know, and that's and to to rejoin. And you know what? The way I see it is that some people complained about that. Well, this is a Boba Fett story. I said, all right, you know what? If it means that much to you, call the Boba Fett series a five-episode series and give two episodes to Mandalorian. As uh, as a season and a, as a half a season, you know, like a yeah. a midway point between two seasons. All right, if it means that much to you, because really, it the, the story it moved the, the narrative was there, it moved it along, it was fine. Uh, Luke not did not have to be there to drop him off. No. I I think his decision. Um, now, you know, are are we trying to determine if Luke's decisions, what he did with Grogu? were destined or poised to 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 kind of domino effect into other future bad choices or at least ones that we know yeah. i don't necessarily think this was a bad choice that's what i'm saying but but you know even in the purposes of luke forgetting about grogu forgetting about din Djarin and boba fett for luke i think if you're going to have a student your first student and you want to train him to be a Jedi, and you've already been working with him a little bit, and he was distracted. So you had elements of that. He wasn't being 100% successful. He did show some of that success later on. So ironically, Luke was successful at either teaching him or helping him to open up what he already knew. I think one thing that could have led to maybe some some you know future mistake, you know, things that might happen. Is a conversation. It, it has to do with the conversation he has with Ahsoka, where he's talking about training him, which is doubt. Luke okay. seemed to have doubt in himself, doubt in his his abilities to teach. You know, was he worthy enough? Did he? You know, yes, he had these great masters, but you know, who did he? You know, who was he? You know, he still had that mentality of somewhere in the back of his mind. He's still the he's still the farm boy. He's still just that little farm boy, you know, from Tatooine. Yeah. You know, and I think that was his biggest Achilles heel was his own doubt. And the fact that when he did fail, and and, and Yoda kind of says it himself, failure is your best teacher. Right. Luke right. And didn't get that until the very when he failed, he thought. I'm worthless. I can't, you know, I can't do anything right. Why am I doing this? I failed so many times. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not to that, but there was that ingling doubt in the back of his mind. I agree um, with you wholeheartedly on the doubt. I think that there yeah. was always that lingering doubt that he had. And, uh, but I do think, you know, my feeling on his, uh, his, once he had his failure with, with Ben, Ben Solo, 
and the whole tab- temple was lost. You know, I think that he walked away from it, but his mind was to maybe he felt that it was a failure and he wanted to try to understand why. So he went looking for all the different sacred Jedi texts and gathering everything up. And he goes to Octu, and after his years of study and he closes, he closes himself off from the force he realizes that the only way that this is, you know, the, the the legacy of the Jedi is failure, you know, and and you know he doesn't just see it in himself. He sees the failure that we all witnessed with Obi Wan and with Yoda, you know, blind to the dark side, blind to Palpatine taking power. He even says it. It was actually one of my favorite moments in that in the Last Jedi was that up that kind of close up scene with Luke talking about Palpatine. You know, it, it was a cool moment to realize that, you know, a Jedi was responsible for the training of Darth Vader, you know, and it had to be Ray that had to remind him and a Jedi that saved him. So I think that he was dealing with this legacy of failure that his predecessors had. And he was a little more idealistic at, during the scene where he's building the tempo and trying to train Grogu because he hasn't had that wonderful teacher called failure come upon him that much. Yeah. Right. Really, when you think about it, the, the previous failure besides, besides uh, um, the, the, the situation with Ben, I'm sure that there might be other stories, but the one we know about is when he didn't fight he, uh, his fight with Vader the first time. Yeah, That's like the only, and, and, and that he left Dagobah and he shouldn't have. That's like the only other failure that we know of. Yeah, we know. So, yeah, so, we know of. Yeah. So he's been, chances are, been doing okay for himself, you know? And then he's and then he's doing this thing with Grogu, and maybe he sees that as a small failure and, that he wasn't maybe, able. Maybe that's it. A lot, I think you know. A lot of times, you can have situations where, if you have someone who's at who has success after success after success after success after success, it has all these things going right for him. When suddenly you do have a failure, that can be a very big. You know, and then all maybe those lingering doubts just come back. Yes. You know, those things like, you know, you've been on top of the world or top of the galaxy, and then it all comes crashing down. Well, remember, he also, he was, I think he was, and and there's something else I want to talk about too. Another line from, from The Last Jedi, hubris. And he talked about in his hubris, for a time there was peace and there was balance. And in his hubris, I think that. You know, he was the legend. He was the legend of Luke Skywalker. I'm sure that over the course of the next, what is that, like five years? That's when the, the whole, the, the Boba Fett story, like four or five years yeah. after. I am sure that the legend of Luke Skywalker grew and grew and grew. And, you know, it's like any other person. You know, when you're a legend, you, it's very easy for you to believe your own press. Oh, yeah. And, you know what and, I mean? And, you know, they were here. He has it in his family too. I mean, even look before before Vader fell. Look how cocky Anakin could get. Yes, exactly. Look how arrogant he could be. If you ever read the novelizations of uh, Revenge of the Sith, they talk about that. Like these guys were celebrities. I mean, they didn't. You know, they didn't like actively search out. They weren't like you know Jersey Shore or whatever. They they just were people doing their job. But it's just their job was being you know holographed, videoed all over the place and the entire galaxy was anyone that had 
to the technology to watch it was watching them in real time. It's like CNN. They were watching these two Jedi heroes, Obi-Wan and Anakin, kind of, you know, just saving them from battle droid battalion after battalion and, you know, just being the heroes that they were. So, so that was an incredible um, thing. And I think in, in Anakin's case, there was, you know, a little cockiness that went along with it. And I think Luke, maybe not so much like, like total, no, not like a Han Solo kind of cocky, but but some kind of uh, a little bit of hubris, as he as he put it, that he felt like he could train the next group of Jedi. He could do it, and I don't think he took into account how hard it would be. And I think that you know Grogu was his first lesson, and he made the. I think his. I honestly believe that his choice, the way he handled it, was kind of good. I just think that he, you know, he. He gave him a choice. Yeah. I mean, I think people would be cool to see Grogu walking around with a with a lightsaber. Great, that's true. And maybe that you know, who knows what's going to happen in the next few seasons? We don't know. But I just feel that Grogu was destined to be with Mandalorian, not yeah. with Luke. And I think that Luke has his own story to tell. And I think that from from a storytelling perspective, Lucasfilm's thinking about it because. Every time they get Luke on that screen, he looks better and better. And guess what? Every time it happens, it's cheaper and cheaper. So it's very, I do not, I would not count out a Jedi Academy series starring Luke Skywalker, starring a Mark Hamill who doesn't even have to show up for work and he gets a paycheck. (laughs) So, all right. So, you know what? I I think they're testing the boundaries. And I think that's where you're going to start to see de-aged, other characters like Han and Leia and the land, maybe even Lando and a few others, they're going to come in there and they're going to, it's going to be almost digital animation, but, but realistic looking. I'm, I'm, and I'm there for it. Yeah. And if yeah. it's, if anybody's going to do it, it's got to be Lucasfilm. Anyway. Yeah. So, so getting back to Luke, he, um, you know, he gets into this, you know, we, we have not seen other, inf- other than flashbacks. We have not truly seen the whole situation with Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. how that whole thing worked, how Ben was seduced by Snoke slash Emperor Palpatine, and how he, how Luke was seeing visions of him destroying everything. Yeah, and how we interesting had interesting because we know from the comic that Luke did get one thing wrong: Ben didn't destroy the temple. Oh yes, yeah, that's he, true. He had the he, they had the altercation. Where where Luke was thinking about striking him down, but didn't. Then Ben woke up. They had their fight. Then it was basically the First Order shot the temple and destroyed the temple. And then he bolts. He sees yeah. the temple destroyed. Then he leaves. He comes late back later and destroys and kills you know the rest of the students that don't follow him it's where are you getting this from is that from the comic book is it what it's from the it's one of the comics yeah okay one okay. of the uh i mean i knew there was some of that but i didn't yeah. i didn't read the whole thing but yeah so so right so there's there's a lot of like things that we can't we can't know you know to me if it's not put on celluloid or on disney plus i'm not saying it didn't happen i'm saying that we can't be expected to know that it happened yeah because it's a far more niche group that I don't read the comics. I mean, I read some of them, but I don't read all of them. So, uh, yeah. But then, now, then you get to uh, you know the Last Jedi, and you've had years of Luke brooding, studying, realizing in his mind that the the failure that that he and his fellow 
Jedi before him, the only way to solve this problem is for the Jedi to end, mm-hmm. is for the Jedi to go away and and let there be you know another either another type of group to take its place or see what happens, yeah. and um, you know, of course, then you have Yoda, you know, reappear. And say, you know, knock them, knock them on the head, and say, you know, come on, um, get with the program, you know. And and he does, and he does teach that valuable lesson about failure, the greatest teacher. And boy, the teachers in the whole universe when we, then that line came out, did we all like say, well, I just got my new yeah. lesson plan for the rest of the next years because it was such a great oh, thing, yeah. you know. Because even even Yoda failed, right? As yes. great as Yo- yeah, Yoda. Failed very horribly. Multi- yes, multiple times. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. So Luke, for Luke to have that, and you know, maybe he needed that kick in the pants, and he understood it, and then he made his ultimate sacrifice. But instead of just ending, he instead, you know, made sure to protect Ray and Finn and and Poe and the and the rest of the resist and Leia and the rest of the resistance. All, you know, all 30 of them. Uh, and then, um, you know, he said, you know, every word in that sentence is wrong to, to Ben. He said, you know, the Jedi will be reborn. I will not be the last Jedi. And and then, you know, that whole thing, he just, you know, he used up all the energy, life energy he had to help, to help his friends. And then when he became one with the Force, he was still able to bestow lessons onto Ray when Ray was yeah. feeling like Ray was feeling that she had hit rock bottom with her failure mm-hmm. and he was able to you know talk about fear you know I, and and I do think you you mentioned doubt and I think doubt might be part of it but I do think it, it it all really comes down to fear I think fear is another element we have to address because mm-hmm. he was afraid of what Ben would do which is why yeah. he almost had a momentary thought about that I think he might have been afraid. Maybe he was afraid of Grogu. Maybe he was afraid of 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 him being responsible for another Vader. Mm-hmm. If he, yeah. you know, of course that would be. <laughs> are you are you picturing a baby Grogu in a Darth Vader suit? And then it just comes out to me. It just looks like Stewie from Family Guy, you know, and he played Vader. <laughs> like. Something, what you, what you something Like, did you ever see the? You've seen the Family Guy? Oh yeah, with, yeah, Blue um, Harvest. Yes, yes, that's. And I think another. I mean, he has until we got to Ray, most of his students either were left. No, Grogu left. We know Leia trained for a while, but then decided to focus more on politics and of course we have what happened to ben so until we got to ray luke hadn't really probably you know we don't of course we don't know you know what else has happened before but it doesn't look like like luke had a lot of success with people going through the through the entire curriculum and coming out (laughs) fully fully you know fully fledged yeah fully fledged jedi yeah i mean yeah, that's that's true. I mean, it's it's I and 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 you know what? I am always it's, I always sound like an apologist and whatnot, uh, but I will say that if there is one criticism I have of the sequel trilogy, 
it's that very statement that Luke, you know, are we expected to believe, and it's okay if we are, but I feel, I feel it's a bit of a stretch, that Luke went the entire time, from the time of Return of the Jedi to Last Jedi, and did not have one successful student. That's 40 years. Yeah. Well, not one successful student. That's a little, now granted, probably 35 years when you consider it. the first few years he was probably, you know, figuring out himself as a Jedi. So let's say 30 to 35 years. That's still a long time to not be able to. But then again, he's one guy, you know? So there's that. Yeah. He's just, it's not like a temple where there are people, where there are Jedi across the galaxy looking for, you know, Force-sensitive yeah, yeah. beings. One, one guy. He's just him. Maybe that rock that Grogu sat on, <laughs> you know, in the, the tragedy episode where he was, like, glowing, and, the, and that's how Luke found out about him. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ahsoka knew to send Grogu to there, but I don't know if anybody, if she's telling other, you know every other person, "Hey, I saw you lift that rock. You should go to this planet and sit on that rock, on, on that rock, yeah. and like, you know, try to force time uh, Luke Skywalker or another Jedi." So, yeah. But it, but the galaxy is a big place, and and you know what? The, who's to say that there aren't other Jedi that survived? And yeah. and, I mean, and we, we still we still you know we have somewhere out there we have Ezra. We That's true. Ezra's out there. You know, we don't know who else. Like there could said. be a whole storyline where Luke yeah. has a, 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 a Jedi temple of students, and some of them did not got, die, nor did they leave the order. They just escaped. You know what I mean? And and since there was no more order, maybe meaning no physical space, they yeah. went off to. I mean, and you, you have know, to assume that with you know thousands of Jedi at the height of the Jedi order. You know, thousands of Jedi, you know, that some had to have survived and be out there somewhere. So, right. I mean, there's all kinds of speculation of what. Well, I mean, just just the fact that I know some people still groan and do the eye roll with this one. But when you consider the fact that the Force is brought to us by midi-chlorians, life forms, my microscopic life forms, they still exist. Yeah. Okay. They still exist, and they are everywhere. They're light. They're in light. They're in all forms of life. So, the Force teaches, as Qui Gon said, taught Jedi to commune with them, or to manipulate them, or get them to, you know, or to yeah. work with them symbiotically. Yeah. And to the point where there would be more midichlorians in Jedi than in non-Jedi. Yeah. And Who's to say that that isn't still a thing? It's just that maybe there aren't Jedi to help guide that. Yeah. So, well, I there... mean, it's not like it's not like you know when Palpatine and uh, you know instituted Order sixty six and destroyed the Order that people stopped being born with the Force. Right. You know that's still you know still went on, but. Right. So, yeah, right. yeah. 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 No, I get it, and and I and I and I see that. You know, there's there's a lot. There, we we still have a large gap of time with oh, un with just emptiness that we don't know. You know, maybe we'll find out in comic or novel form some of it, but you know, in terms of you know video watching or movies, we still have um, a good solid chunk of time that mm -hmm. we only have a few little tidbits and frankly those are only point of view tidbits like you said like luke thought okay. ben destroyed the temple but he was yeah 
you know, he, he just woke up from his unconscious phase and he ended up seeing the temple destroyed. So, of course, he's going to assume. Yeah. He's going to assume, yeah. You know, and, and again, who knows where where things are now? I mean, you know, this new character. You know, and again, you also have to know that it's hard to talk about this without talking about the real, the real life, you know, ideas that happened in the sense that Grogu was created later. You know, then the Luke Skywalker character, then even the Last Jedi Luke Skywalker or Rise of Skywalker. Well, I guess Rise of Skywalker might have been there, but Luke uh, Grogu is a late late addition. Mm-hmm. So to shoehorn him into every aspect of the original trilogy, prequel trilogy, regular trilogy, yeah. it is is hard. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying that it's hard. And I know that it the definitely Lucas and like you said, you know, yeah. The Lucasfilm story group is trying really hard to align everything, but the more you you know the, you, you release a book, a novel, a comic book, a video game, even you know you're you're telling other aspects of the story. That I mean, look about think about that. Let's talk about video games. Look about Jedi Fallen Order. Now I don't know. I've never played the game, but I know the story. At least I know the the setup. And there's another Jedi. You know, it's so you're dealing with with. Um, I'm sure that there are a lot of Jedi out there, and I'm sure that mm-hmm. Luke, you know, maybe Luke will or would have, maybe the the whole idea of training Jedi will take on not with Luke, of course, unless he comes back as a Force ghost to do it, but will, will take on an idea that Jedi are going to hone their Force sensitive skills, mm-hmm. but still live like not so much a devoted Jedi temple life but kind of still exist in the real world. I mean, I know that that's possibly where the dark side can flourish. So I don't know if that would happen, but you don't know. I mean, it's a, yeah. you know, it, it's a wide, yeah, big yeah. universe. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 All, right. All right. So any other things you want to wrap up with that one? Um, I don't know. I think we cover quite a bit um, with Luke and, his leg, you know, the leg, the legacy of Luke Skywalker with the Jedi, and um, yeah, I think that was this is that's a good place to kind of end it. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool, uh, then. Well, as we wrap up, why don't we tell the folks out there uh, where they can find you at? Well, I run a YouTube channel, uh, Darth Tuba Star Wars Unboxing Show, hence the name. And we drop on Sundays and Wednesdays, and you can look for that just by typing the title. And I will tell you, too, that uh, we have just received the Razorcrest uh, HasLab project that has come and has arrived. And I have done an unboxing with it and put it together. Uh, Check it out. Spoiler alert. It's epic. It's really awesome. Um, But there were a few little surprises, not always good ones. But uh, I will uh, leave that to the channel. And... um, you can reach me. You can look for me on Instagram and Twitter, Darth Tuba. You can find Darth Tuba Star Wars Unboxing page on Facebook. And if you want to get in touch with me, email me at DarthTuba77 at gmail.com. All right. As for us right here, uh, you can email us at warofthestars1 at gmail.com. That is one of the best places to get a hold of us. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, comments, um, or just want to say hi, uh, that would be great with us. Um, also anybody who is willing to do any type of sponsorship with us, uh, we're more than willing to listen to you, see what you have to offer and see if you'd be a good fit. 
Um, we're definitely looking for that to expand the channel and to expand our reach. So again, wardthestars1 at gmail.com. If you get a hold of us on Twitter, the channel is the same at War of the Stars One. That is also one of the best places to get a hold of us just to talk and talk all things Star Wars. We are, of course, part of Red Five Network, redfivenetwork.com. Uh, check it out. And uh, a lot of great podcasts there, a lot of great guys and gals. Um, part of the part of uh, we're very proud to be part of Red Five Network. Um, so go check them out. Check out all the shows on Red Five Network. Uh, yes. And, uh, of course, we have a Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash War of the Stars. Check it out. Um, we don't have anything special on there yet. Uh, eventually, we might uh, look at getting some tier stuff and different, different uh, fun stuff to do for our uh, Patreons if you want to be part of the Patreon. Also, we have the stuffs. Spreadshirt.com forward slash shop war forward slash shop forward slash war of the stars. Uh, if you're not on Facebook Live right now watching it, the link will be in the on our Twitter page to go and get all the stuffs that we want because we want the monies. <laughs> I mean <laughs> to um, help support the show. <laughs> yeah, 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 all right. Uh, and we'll about do it. Um, of course, you can check us out wherever fine podcasts are heard. Give us a five-star review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever they're called now. Uh, check us out on Spotify. And just like I said, anywhere podcasts are heard, you can check us out there. Um Thank you again for everyone that's been listening. Um, the spike in listenership recently has been just so amazing to me. And thank all you guys for doing it. And uh, just hope it keeps growing and that we keep getting you guys uh, keep listening to the show. We love all you guys and thank all you guys for listening. So, as always, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, may the force be with you. To the spires, everyone. <laughs>